Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey everyone, hope you're having a very good day. Check out this from this week's debate show. We went hard. It's three guests, it's three topics, no holds barred. Have Liverpool already cocked up the Premier League? Let's get into the debate. And the question to kick us off is have we f***ed the league up already? Steve Plunkett. <laughs> Talk about two-footed, yeah? Yeah. Um, no, no. I, I, you can never give City four points. You just can't afford to do that. But I can't surrender the league after two games. I can't go there. There's lots of twists and turns. We've got a World Cup coming up right in the middle of it. They might lose three or four of their key players to injury in the World Cup. I know I'm clutching at straws a bit and hoping. Can't, not that they get seriously injured, but in a, in a way that it helps sure. us. But it's going to be a two-part season, isn't it? In the mm. second half of the season, we... What we need to say is we need to remain in touch for the point when we come back from the World Cup. And that's scary to say that after two games. Yeah. Ian? I've seen the tweet today saying you can't drop points against Crystal Palace at home and then go on and expect to win the league. Man City did last season. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I think, it's nowhere near old. They only played two games. We've got so many players to come back. There's going to be so many, not distractions, but disruptions in the league this season that I think a lot more points are going to be dropped anyway. I don't see City or Liverpool being anywhere near as consistent as they've been the last couple of years. I think it's going to be a very different league. The problem is, yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The problem we've got with this is, so I look back to Man City's start last season. So this time last season, we're three points ahead of them because they lose the Charity Shield and then they lose the opening day of the season away to Tottenham Hotspur. And so, if I was, and this depends on your mentality, I think, and what way you're looking at it. The thing is that I would look at that and go, well, look, City drop points, and, and you know, City actually lost the game of football at the start of the season and then go on and win the league. That should be a note of encouragement for us. But then I could equally flip it and go, Christ, City even lost the game and we still finish we still finish behind them so we can't afford to be giving them up giving them even an even bigger lead come the start of the season feels like a, it does it feels like a what angle are we looking to approach this from kind of problem it's quite scary that after two games there are people in the world that genuinely believe that it's done yeah um, not much of a spectacle is it really when you look at it that way no but it, that's was this just the, is this just the world we're living in now yeah They've, Liverpool and Manchester City Manchester, Manchester City fans feel exactly the same as we do whenever the, the shoe's on the other foot by the way so it's not just a yeah. City thing it's a Liverpool thing as well both these sides have created this well we want to say unsustainable I think the fear is that it's unsustainable from Liverpool's perspective City feel like this unstoppable juggernaut because mm. we know ultimately they've, they can just more freely throw money at the problem yeah and they've been, and obviously, look, they, they're delivering four out of five Premier League titles. Tells you the tells you the story of why we are fearful that it could be done and dusted already. And we start every season by saying, if you want to be champions, you have to finish above Manchester City, mm-hmm. and that's very true. And it doesn't help that we play two teams where you've done it and I've done it. I'm sure Ian's done it. Look, you said last week, he looked at it and thought, we'll fucking win that one and we'll win that one and we'll win that one. And then nine points in the bag. And let's have a look at what comes in September. And clearly we're not as sharp and as incisive and as uh, intense as we'd like to be. Um, You don't become a side that can't compete for titles or compete at the top end of the table overnight with the two bad games. Last night was, was better. But it wasn't, which you've obviously discussed this morning, but it wasn't where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and City will, there'll be a spanner in the work somewhere for City. We will play them twice. If we were to beat them twice, the four points is irrelevant. Yeah. And that's being like very, very much glass half full. And I think that's oh, yeah. the way we have to approach it. Yeah. So there's loads and loads to play for. It, it's scary. Yeah. And it's not nice being where we are. It's. Ju- I think the problem we've kind of got as well with this, Ian, is... We haven't had this as Liverpool for a long time, sitting on the Jurgen Klopp, with the exception of the COVID season, but also people remember that. We were top of the league in December. It was just that that's when it became unsustainable at that point. But I can't help but think of like every time we prior to Jurgen when we've come close and fallen short, and then the next season 
we just fucked it. And it normally coincided with a little bit of churn in the sides as well, like, you know, a significant departure and maybe, you know, you're, you're putting gambles on players coming in. That's what gnaws away at the back of my head sometimes. In 2008, 2009, Dabby Alonso leaves, we bring Akolani in instead, and it's not quite, it's not quite right. We bring Glenn Johnson in instead of Arbaloa, and it's not quite, it's not quite right. I think back to 13, 14 is a very similar sort of situation with Suarez moving on. Even 2001, 2002, you know, around that time, Julier loses the plot, and we don't bring it, we don't complete the deal for Anelka around that point, and blah, 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 blah. That's the problem is that. It, it, because without an answer, it lives in the back of our brains, and we fill this in with if we're if you're all a happy-go-lucky, upbeat kind of person, you'll fill it with. Well, Liverpool have been brilliant, and Liverpool have proven themselves over the years of being able to sustain and go on good runs. But if you maybe feel a bit fragile, and this is kind of where I am at the minute, to be honest, um, it is easy to fill that with all the situations where it didn't go our way. And the, pro- the other problem we've got as well is we talk about them players that left and when things went a little bit awry, we've just lost Mane in the summer, so mm-hmm. there's a bit of in middle of that, isn't there? So people are going, oh, another top player's gone, a player who was absolutely fantastic for us and world class. Have we replaced them? I mean, we've, I've already seen a bit on time. Nunes is no Mane, is he? Like, well, not going to be. He's, been here for mm-hmm. two, he's 22 and he's been here for two minutes. Leave him alone. Yeah. Um, the other problem is, is a draw doesn't feel like a draw anymore. Yes. A draw feels like a defeat because of the opposition we're up against. Mm-hmm. Whenever we drop any sort of point, it's not just it's not, it's not just a loss. It's City have stretched. City have stretched their lead a little bit more. So what we need to do now is we need to dust ourselves off. I'm absolutely devastated that we've got to wait until next Monday to get back in the field again. Yeah. Um, and we just need to just need to make sure we keep as close to them as we can. Yeah. You can tell that Liverpool have drawn two games back to back because all the red men tour this is Anfield are in the back pockets of Liverpool's owners Shelts come out they only ever come out when Liverpool have a couple of back-to-back disappointing results <laughs> it's always the barometer of where Liverpool are at I know the point spot on this the, it's funny that it was a joke I used on the last fans standing <coughs> show this week where Flav uh, the Spurs fan basically called the draw called a draw against Chelsea a win and we call the draw against Fulham a loss, you know, like not not like deliberately, but like as a slip of the tongue, because that's that attitude right now, isn't it? Is that draw any drop points is, is seen as tantamount to a defeat, whereas it's not. But yeah, it doesn't change how we feel in the in the immediate aftermath of those yeah, games. Yeah, and it's because of who we're up against. It's because of those two sides. I still believe at the end of the season will be notably further up the field in terms of points than the rest of them and we didn't learn anything new from Chelsea Tottenham in terms of who emerges from those two to challenge the top two I don't see that changing too much um, and you're right they do feel like losses when when we draw such as the stakes we're playing for such as the you can't have too many opportunities to throw points away and it is a throwing we've, we've dropped four points from games we should have won we should be on six we should be joint top of the table that's our expectation but it's not it's not fanciful, Paul. It's justified. That's the that's the team we are. That's where we should be. It's not like unreal expectations. So it's hard to take, and 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 it doesn't look a hundred percent on the pitch at the moment. Yeah. So I think that's that's probably the bigger thing that's eating into us. When do we turn that round? And it needs to be the next game. The concerns, just to continue to speak to those, I guess, is. I remember doing a video last, last season. It was when I coined the term the crapping, and, and it's basically how your team doesn't get rubbish overnight. It's a it's a death of a thousand cuts, and over a number of transfer windows, you you just you go from a level where you're like you're the best, you're the best on the planet, or you're the best in your league, and just a couple of transfer missteps over a long spell of time, can, can, all of a sudden you don't you don't recognise it. It's like watching your hair grow. 
It's only when you look at it and look, you step back and look at it again. When we look at those squad pictures from Hodgson, and it's like the lineups for the Europa League, and you're looking at those and you go, Jesus, I didn't feel that was that bad at the time. But when you look at it now, you realise. But that's that's the problem where we're at is because of the injuries to Jota and now Canate and obviously Firmino's missing and you've got Antiago and there's a couple obviously there's, there's others as well to throw into the mix on there we're Liverpool are put, having to put their faith into guys that aren't quite there yet Nunes being, being an example there Carvalho Elliot's still a very young young footballer we're not putting our stock or faith in, in, in the tried and tested and you'd back these players to come good because our, our methodology and our, our, our recruitment has just generally been so sound but again it's like anything it's that we're looking around at the moment going I'd, it, that, and that's where the Mane conversations are going to come from inevitably is because you know Sadio Mane can score 20 goals a season yeah. whereas none of us knows that Diaz or Nunes or Carvalho can do that and until they do that it's a problem but this is the problem we're two games into the season so there's not enough body of evidence for any of it yet you know, and Old Trafford looming on the horizon doesn't doesn't lessen anxiety because we know they're shite. But what if we don't turn up against the shite Manchester United team? Imagine living in that in that world. Yeah. I think I think part of the problem as well is a lot of people expected a refresh in midfield because when we spoke about in the transfer show in the summer, we thought that maybe Ox will move on and maybe maybe one other, maybe Cater or something. But because those haven't moved on, because of Ox's injury and that, we haven't got room to bring another midfielder in. People are crying out for this midfielder when you've got an abs- absolutely chocolate in there. Mm-hmm. So we're chocolate in wages and we're chocolate in places. You can't just throw players on top of players. It doesn't work that way. You have to rotate them if you're going to refresh. Yeah. So this people are going to cry out for the midfield, but we haven't got. We haven't got. I I personally don't think logistically we haven't got space for one. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It, it, that, that, I agree on that, and that's the problem now. Is the midfield the thing? Is not a, it's not the biggest problem Liverpool have got. Oh. They've got so many injuries that it like we've got we've actually got midfielders. That's not that's not the issue. The issue now is that you know Firmino misses out. We don't know we don't know. Jota's still a couple of weeks away from being fit. Firmino's obviously a bit of a precaution. Doesn't get him doesn't get involved on Monday night against, against Palace. Nunes is now suspended for three games, mm. so that's a that's a thing in and of in and of itself. All of a sudden, you then got the centre back situation where they're having to be careful with Joe Gomez. But we all thought, okay, well, cool, Gomez will come in. He has a little issue in the in the build up to it, and that Phillips has to start, and that's a that's a that becomes there's no issue with that depth. We've got apps, we've got brilliant depth in those departments, but there's no accounting for injuries, and that's another thing that just when these lads come back, it'll be fine. But they're not back now. So what we're looking for is we're, we're, we're grasping for some sort of like comfort, you know what I mean? Like a, some sort of like like some life raft in the uh, in, in the storm, and it's probably going to be all right. But again, it just feels like all these things sort of feel stacked up at, at the moment. I mean, just to kind of spin it back again, I just I thought I'd check while we were talking about it. Go back to nineteen twenty, Man City again. They win the Charity Shield against us. They beat West Ham five 0 on the first game of the season. They draw with Tottenham Hotspur next game. They beat Bournemouth. They beat Brighton. They lose three two to Norwich City at Carrow Road. Um, so then, you know, obviously in that space, they're dropping. That's five points they dropped in the early stages of, of the Premier League. And again, that's a season in which they go on and, and, and win the league because Liverpool, Liverpool, um, absolutely utterly collapse, which we won't talk about mm. as much anymore. <laughs> um, what we need, stay, is we need Liverpool 
to get to get a win against Manchester United to ease the fears. We could really do with like you say, Dan Staff. You don't want to wish ill will or injury upon players, really. But also, you kind of. You, know, you kind of do because you want you kind of you want a, fa- a rough fairness to the universe. How can we have that many injuries? How would Man City cope if they had as many injuries as we had? And I can tell you, probably a lot worse than we have because they haven't got anything like the squad depth that we do. But we could just do with seeing that City are fallible because it will make everyone feel better. And the point is, City are always fallible. City lose mad games of football every single season. City did not win every game. They did not not draw every game last season. They drew. They won. They lost more games. Than us and drew and, and drew slightly less. Yeah, they will drop points, but the trick is, is that psychologically Liverpool need to be need to feel like they're on it, like they're prepared to capitalise. It just feels at the moment like Liverpool have stumbled getting out the starting blocks, and you you might not be afforded the opportunity to get back in if they're not careful. It's not ideal to go to Old Trafford, whatever Neither side Manchester United are, good, bad, or indifferent, and they're very much indifferent at the moment. Um, when your season hasn't started it's not a game where you want to kickstart your season I was looking for last night I was looking for a win but more so I was looking for, for a performance that was yep. a signal to the crowd to say it's cool we've got this we didn't get it. it there was a lot of improvements the attitude was right the intensity was better we lacked a bit of incisiveness and we weren't particularly sharp in front of goal we could have been three up when they scored but going to Old Trafford trying to resurrect your form is not is less than ideal listen they're dreadful if we turn up I would expect us to win if we bring the quality I would expect us to win yeah. but there's so many variables around it at the moment we're likely to go with Carvalho left wing and Diaz centre forward with the numbers we've got yeah. and you look at that and you think wow we never planned for that nope. and and 10, ten first, first team squad players injured yeah. 10 and they're all muscular injuries somebody's this, this, uh, Klopp described as like there was a witch in the training centre <laughs> this week or whatever Like, but it, you know I saw cyber issues obviously are uh, mate and he, he did some great stuff on the sports science side of things um, a couple of weeks ago on Expert Insight but you know he look, he said you know it's not it's nothing to do with current workload but it, it might be a knock on impact of how much football they played last year and then the short and pre-season but maybe there's a fault in how they're being they've been trained over the summer or something because it's a freakish amount of injuries but this is where we're at you know and this is where the figures come from There's, and this why again it's, an, it's a bit of a, a an old school thing to say but like you don't look at the league table until 10 games have been played because it means very very little there's not enough points on this graph to chart Liverpool season because Ian Liverpool are currently on on, on the path for a 38 point season <laughs> you know what I mean you know, yeah yeah by, by a mile like, you know I mean? that's what we're on because we've drawn our two games and if you were to correlate that you can't draw a line of best fit with two points of data well you can do but it's not going to be it's not going to be anything remotely scientific <laughs> like um, and that's where, that's the that's the real tricky part, a part of all this we need more data we need more games of football to be able to truly analyse where Liverpool are but instinctively deep down I'm f- I can't help but fall back to seasons where Liverpool had slow starts and it went from this might be the season we challenge for the title to oh it's another season where we're fighting for top four and that's very hard for me to overcome that voice in my head because I've got far more years supporting Liverpool where we didn't win the league <laughs> than with seasons when we did listen my teenage years were absolutely shocking as a Liverpool yep. supporter them 90s were horrendous and because we've been so near yet so far before them thoughts will always come back just on the flip side Steve said though about you don't really want me going to Man United 
when you're in this sort of form now, can you imagine how much a winner Old Trafford's going to galvanise us, whether it's a scrappy 1-0 mm. or whether it's a 3-0? That would lift our season to go and win at Old Trafford and sing the songs that we do at Old Trafford and stay 30 minutes behind and absolutely take the piss out of them. Mm -hmm would really galvanise our season it helped the players and it helped the fans because I think I think the fans are struggling just as much struggling as that, the players the one right thing now. I thought was encouraging from the Crystal Palace game was how much the fans got on board with yeah. the fight you know one uh, you know, one nil down Darwin Nunes sent off and obviously Luis Diaz helps immeasurably by being boss but like the fans really got up for that there was a real sense of like rather than being doom and gloom and down in the pits about it it was a bit of a a collective fuck you you know we're gonna we're gonna try and fight for this and that's one of the things where you've just been able to create a magical moment where you do snatch it at the death then that becomes something else which it's not Liverpool are gonna have to go and find their moment down the line but that's something you can only push that down the line so many times and to your point the Old Trafford is not the place really where you want to be looking for it but we might just touch lucky that this is a good time to play them because they're a, they're an absolute shit show and their confidence is on the floor and they've not got the quality of players and they're having all their own basket case issues. Their fans are looking to empty the stadium on purpose. Um, they, you know they might give don't give them a choice <laughs> as far yeah. as what Liverpool's mission will be in that one and then give it another couple of weeks and kind of see where it lies then because you're right. Yeah, I think I think we're all saying I don't Liverpool obviously haven't <laughs> fucked the league up yet. They haven't. They just haven't. But if they don't put their ideas up, they will have. They will have but like, duh. like you know, if you don't, if you don't win loads of football games, you won't win the league. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to, none of us needs to say that out loud, Rob. But 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 we will. Um, you need not to be relying on other people's misfortunes. Yeah, and Man City's moreover. You that's know, what but, I mean, but unfortunately, yeah. we, you know, yeah. we, we're going to play ourselves into that situation if we don't pick it up soon. But. Yeah, I mean, I'd look at it and say that that's the problem is that often that you can separate those draws out through the season and you can live with them, but we always have this. And because uh, the worst times under Jurgen Klopp are very rarely actual defeats because we don't lose many games of football. No. Certainly not when we fans are, and certainly not when fans are in the stadium. It's often when we draw two back to back in a week or over, you know, because we don't play two games a week. And I'm, I've seen this when I've done the books on successful seasons, so 18, 19, when we in the Champions League, and um, and when we win everything else the, the year after. The worst we have it is normally in the first start of the season, we're trying to get up to form, and we normally draw a group stage game, and maybe we draw a, a, a league game that follows it. And the most toxic and negative and, and doom and gloom. Come from the under fan the base, rock. Yeah, the most doom and gloom the Liverpool fan base gets is when we've drawn two games back-to-back, -back, which, going back to your point, is, is kind of shows where we're at. That's the high standards, but also we are very privileged that, that if that's, if this is as bad as it gets, then we do need to have a little look at ourselves and say we need to probably... It's on us to put our heads back on. We need to go, well, there actually isn't any major flaw in Liverpool Football Club that needs massive scrutiny or insight. It might be we're all a bit, a bit mentally weak and maybe we need to just sort of step up and... You know, broaden our shoulders a little bit and be believers again. Yeah, yeah. Well, unlike Ian, my my childhood was glorious. Well, you know, <laughs> right? Because we won everything, and then we went fell off a cliff and didn't win anything, and we were, we were crap at times. And that, we grew up with the adage that worry about what we do and don't worry about what the others do, and everything will be okay. Yeah. Those days are gone because Manchester City is such an undeniable force in terms of what they do. Yeah. We can't think like that anymore. No. Well, I can't think like that anymore, and that's really, really hard to process. Yeah, I so say we've got to find. You know, it sounds that, but in the, in the short term, when it's not 
when you're not winning, you've got to find things to enjoy from footy or walk away from it for a bit. You know what I mean? Find ways to divert your attention. I'm, I'm miserable. Like I've been miserable for two weeks because I, I, I just I've, it's it's not and it's I like to see Liverpool win. We all do, and I'm way I'm much more miserable when Liverpool don't win. Obviously, and again, every Liverpool fan will, will feel exactly, and every football fan feels that way about the football club. By the way, um, but yeah, we're so used to winning that we haven't really we've forgotten the coping mechanisms <laughs> for not being for not being a team that doesn't win every every single week. But yeah, hopefully they, they're they're able to pick themselves up. They should do. The fundamentals remain the same for Liverpool. The, the goals remain the same. The coaching staff, they've, got the best, they've still got the best players in the positions on the planet, in the same positions that we had last season. Um, and we've had a little bit chewy with Carvalho. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. exactly. We just need that little, I think a little glimmer of hope would be good. Old Trafford's a good place for that to start. And if Man City want to just shoot themselves in the foot just to let us all know that it's but I want to see them bleed. That's the point. Let it let Do them they? if it can bleed, yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas if 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 it bleeds, we can kill it, I think is a is a, is a predator line. Um you know, that's uh, uh yeah, so we could do with a little bit of that to basically ease the ease the pressure. Right, the club legends um in the Discord, they asked them. Uh, have we fucked the league up already? Scott T says, technically, nope. Uh, we've been further behind and took it to the wire. Realistically, it's going to be one hell of a fight back and the Reds got to pull their socks up and get going ASAP. That, and that's the thing, isn't it? Is it's, Of course, it's recoverable. It's stupid. But there is a psychological damage that comes where if all of a sudden you can't if you can't get that magic and look and it feels like things are conspiring against you we had this happen in the covid season where we just couldn't buy a win at home because we got lost in that in a negative cycle of, of it all you know even until in the january we were still thinking we get a couple of wins here we'll be right back into the into the title challenge but two three four games all of a sudden that becomes a tailspin that you have you're actually fighting just to get out of that rather than fighting for your what what comes above and above and beyond it um mr prash says no not yet i think we still have a shot but it's not going to be easy there'll be other teams who draw a sample being chelsea's game with spares says yes i will definitely drop points let's not shit the bed just yet <laughs> brilliant josh horse is not for me personally still have the chance to put these poor results behind us as errol stated last night by having to play uh, the big teams at least once at anfield danny m says still 108 points to play for um Abe says, no, this season's going to be absolute anarchy and the World Cup is going to have a huge impact that is immeasurable this early on. We're going through an injury crisis now, but the odds are City will have a similar situation and probably a much, at a much shittier time. They also trim their squad this summer, even though it doesn't feel like it right now. Also, the bulk of our squad will get a mini pre-season during World Cup, whereas City have approximately 14 players featuring. Hard to believe right now, and I'm not saying these points don't matter, but I genuinely think we'll be in the mix in May. Uh, CZ Red uh, says, have not fucked up the league, but now we need to win matches that we did not last season for example we need to beat Chelsea and Spurs at home now City can still be draws beat Arsenal and United home and away like last season all of this being said this is assuming that City or whoever are playing a 19 at a 19 point plus pace if the league is more in the 85 to 89 point winner than a 92 to 95 point winner then the last two results were actually quite good as they were two points gained rather than four lost I think that's, a, that's a really good point that is that in any normal season of football the non City get over 90 point seasons 
that's it. You're talking about battling, particularly particularly Crystal Palace at ten men to be able to drag that game from one nil down to get yourself back in it would be considered a good point. Fulham would still be shite. Um, Jith <laughs> says can't be considered after two games. Uh, we thought it was over in January last year and almost won the quad. Uh, what I will say though is our margin for error keeps decreasing each passing week. We don't win, and it's always going to be more of a struggle when you give City a lead as they don't tend to give those up easily. All we can do is keep on fighting and see where it gets us. I had a horrible weekend post Fulham obsessing over the league. So I just can't let that happen again, absolutely. And our man um, on the socials, Ross saying, Man City dropped points early last season, lost home to Spurs on the final day, on the first day. Don't remember saying we've won the league two games in, therefore we can't lose it to in. Everything seems doom and gloom because the injuries, Mefs on Twitter, were used to winning. Waited <laughs> ages for the season to come back and then can't handle how we've played because we aren't used to it. City fans will be bricking themselves as much as we are. Two injuries in midfield or fullback and they're in trouble. Uh, we've all been drowned in Sky, etc. Licking Haaland's Norwegian ball sack and think he's going to end it all. It's bollocks. This is still the best side of my life, best manager of my life. Let's all fucking enjoy it. Well in Ross. And just says, stop being positive, Ross. That's far too top red of you. And he's still on the page roll until he leaves us in September um, yeah brilliant um, boss yeah I, I totally I th- thank you very much for, for that for that guys I, I ultimately I agree um, but as I say fears and anxieties are fears and anxieties they're very you know unless you're prey on the savannah and uh, you know and, you, and you've got those those deep anxieties and it's because you are being stalked by a lion you know most anxieties modern anxieties tend to be a lot of creations of our own head and exacerbated by our own fears and what have you. So, yeah, that's a lot of what Good it is. Good to share. Good to get that out and share it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. 